Pigeons 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. From the Stash Podcast, it's where Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, Pigeons 420, and Mr. Grow It, also known as Chris to the Grummies over here. What's, What's up, going brothers? on? What's going on, guys? Good to see you once again. How Just you guys doing? it up, man. Fucking jaw roll. You know, I was looking mm. at our YouTube analytics a little bit. Well, not really. Just the views we're getting. Some mm. of these episodes are getting over 10,000 views. You guys are killing it as far as what? sharing these episodes, hitting the thumbs up, uh, subscribing. Maybe if you're brand new, it's the first time you're seeing us, hit that subscribe button. Um, it definitely helps out tremendously. You get notifications on when we release these episodes. Um, here we talk about all things cannabis related, right? It's not just most most of the viewers know us from the grow side of things, but we talk about all things when it comes to cannabis. So, yeah, appreciate all the love you guys have been uh, giving so far, and uh, we're gonna keep gonna keep making these episodes, right? Hell yeah, boys! We got a good one today. What we got, Rob? What we got? Oh, man, this one. I got a lot of stories here. Prohibition mm. stories, man. Back in Story the day, time. some people know about this who still live in those, you know, areas that don't like Mary Jane, you know, unfortunately. But for those of us who do live in legal places, most of us do remember those days of being treated like a criminal and trying to hide things and do things a little differently. And things weren't as accessible. We weren't necessarily growing our own plants. And if we were, it wasn't easy to grow our own plants, you know, so let's go over some uh these are almost like horror stories some of them some are funny but whew, incriminating more than anything i, I know, know just know just know any of these that sound bad we were young okay young and dumb not the same dumb. people we've all grown a lot don't judge us okay okay you can, you can judge it's just we've and grown anybody, a lot any characters or people mentioned in these stories may be names that have been changed to protect those people i don't know what it says on the identities of those like, involved <laughs> yeah 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 that's what i meant so yeah man let me just start off with my young days so when i oh, first moved from a more urban area to a more suburban area my mom was all by herself doing everything she had her homegirl help her paint the house take care of everything in the house and they were just smoking like a motherfucker and they told me they were smoking jarms and cloves i'm like what the fuck is a, a charm a clove a charm and my grandparents are hippies so i'm like you know it could be it could be it's like a weird herbal shitty cigarette type of thing and i'm like maybe that's the case but they were smoking a lot of them and passing them back and forth so i'm like nah, i don't know about that i was like 12 at the time i was pretty fucking young a couple days later going to make some uh, hot cocoa at the time and i'm looking for a cup and i'm like what the fuck is that and i had a dog this boxer who would like she had the strongest nose for bud she could have been a cop dog it's crazy and she was like barking where I was like crazy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, oh, what's up, Patches? She's barking over and over. And I'm like, so I climb up higher. And I'm like, oh, my God. I look in this cup and it's like stacked. The coffee cup almost stacked with like roaches this big. Like these are like, it's like a piece of a joint. And I'm like, oh, my God. Jackpot. And I knew what the fuck it was at that point. I could just like I, when they were passing it back and forth, I was like, that's not a charm or a clove. <laughs> So I broke them all I'm down, buying it. got the old trusty pop can out, and did my fucking thing. And at that point, I realized Mama had some herbage, and I was a piece of shit at the time. So later on that week, I, and again, back in the day, I was young, I army crawled in her room, full, like, you know, military, because she was sleeping. And I'm like, where's this fucking herb at? Where is it at? And I'm just like, 
like literally like an animal <laughs> trying to find it. And eventually I ran into the stash and it was a fucking pretty damn big bag. Obviously my mom was doing a little extra back then. Because I grabbed a fucking whole handful and walked out and dropped little nugs and nobody noticed like for days. But then all of a sudden she's asking me, she's like, hey, did you have some coffee recently? I was like, no. She's like, hot cocoa? I was like, no. Which I didn't remember I did because I was just smoking a lot at the time and I was young. And uh, she's like, did you have any friends over who were having any hot cocoa or anything like that? I was like, no. She's like, did you get into a cup up there that may have had something in it? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But I sure fucking did that. But you knew like, okay, when she meant hot I cocoa. Know. I know. Ever since then, I, for like year 12 to like, I was probably like 14, 15. I was just a turd and was just, she'd always probably like, man, I'm smoking a lot. Like, and I've paid her back now in tenfold. Like I've, I've hooked her up a ton, <laughs> but I hope karma doesn't come back to bite me in the ass on that, man. It was just, we were, I was such a dumb ass, dumb little kid. It reminds me of, uh, Back in uh, seventh and in eighth grade, um, you know, I started smoking pretty young as well when I was 12. And then, you know, a few years later, I'm in, you know, seventh, eighth grade. And my buddy used to take weed from his mom every single day. And he used to come back with like a couple nuggets every single day. And we're always like, man, this is awesome. But how the heck is your mom like not noticing what's going on? Right. I guess his mom never noticed. I don't know. But he used to bring it, uh, you know, after school, we used to all ride our bikes back in the day. There was like this plaza in our hometown with a bunch, you know, a bunch of stores, and we used to like just be cruising around there, and then we used to go off into the woods and, and smoke and, and so on and so forth. But um, every single day, he was taking little nugs from his mom and bringing it to us, and that was in seventh grade and eighth grade, so like two years worth. Uh, and then from there, reality hit in, and I had to get my own my own way. <laughs> but it was I- just crazy. I, I, honestly, it's like I only ever had the rule of like with roommates and maybe my little brother every now and again. If you're gonna take weed from me, I don't want to know. You know what I, I mean? I'd rather not know. I don't want to know. So it's like if I come to my bag and I'm like I'm fucking missing weed, you did it wrong. Okay. If you come back to the weed and I'm just, or if I come back to my bag of weed and I don't know, then you're doing just fine. That's that. If you're gonna take weed from me, I don't want to know it. You know, that, that was my only rule of thumb. That was my only I used rule to have a buddy's dad who would hide, like, he would intentionally fuck with us. He would put pieces of paper in his door handle so when we'd open the door, that piece of paper would be gone. And he would know that we did it. And he would, like, stash garbage bud. And so we would take this horrible fucking weed and smoke it and be pissed. And then hide really good shit in these frozen burger patties that he'd have in the freezer. He told us years later. Years later. He's the first dude who showed me how to roll a joint when I was, like, 12. He, he caught us smoking and he was like, the fuck is that you already trying to get chicks pregnant i was like what do you mean he's like look at that fat ass shitty ass pregnant joint i'm like what i'm like i'm the only one who could roll a joint in the whole crew what the fuck are you talking about i roll up for everybody he's like get over here dumbass and he showed me how to break it all down and like we were smoking with him for like two or three years and all of a sudden like he had like a realization that it wasn't a good idea like he's like i'm 50 years old this isn't it's like yeah probably not cool probably not a good idea you're kind of like a weirdo in the neighborhood but it was this kid Smoking too, so he's like, I'd rather have you home, you know, if you're gonna do it. But smoking with us was a little odd. But he would always smoke his dank by himself and roll up joints of garbage for us. I'm like, why are you uh, doing this? Uh-huh. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong, dude? It's crazy. What happened? Bro. You've why? changed, bro. You've and then changed. he got as he's older. Like I know him now. He's growing and shit, and like he's always trying to get some shit from me. And like I'll give him my snickel fritz. I'm like, <laughs> I don't have much of it, but I'll give him my like less quality. I'll be like, it's all I got, man. And then he'll hit my blunt. I'm like, what the fuck's in that? I'm like, well, that was my last blunt, bro. I just personal. No, you're lucky I gave you some. The old, the old bait and switch, eh? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, a time um, 
a dealer uh, did a bait and switch on a customer. So this happened, it was uh, um, several, several years ago. Um, it was like for like two pound deal or something like that, right? And so they go, they meet up, open up the trunk. Um, the bags are there. It's dark. It's at nighttime, so you can't see what's actually in the bags. I don't know. I don't remember if it was in like a duffel bag or, or grocery bags or, or what bags they were in, right? So dude gives them the money, takes the bags, dealer drives away. Um, person who bought that weed opens it up. It's just a bag of pine needles. Bait and uh, switch. Yep. So that's got ripped off thousands I thought it was just going to be garbage bud. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh pine, pine needles. needles. Oh, yeah. How do you sell I've that to the rock. next guy? <laughs> I've, only one time. I wonder how I he got it. Flour. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got, you know, all the brick smokers know back in the day, I've gotten, like, a little stone in the corner of my brick before, and I was like, that shouldn't weigh much. And it was, like, 20 grams. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck and then the rest is a ton of seeds once i crack open it's like somebody put seeds on the inside of the shit and then pressed it and i'm like you motherfucker you mother like and this was back in the day when like it seemed expensive but i'm like no like fucking dirt cheap really Mm -hmm. but how much you'd have to consume it's almost the equivalent now you know where you don't you don't have to consume nearly as much i mean i do because i smoke a shitload i just love the taste but you got a lot of people back then who i mean I found cocoons. I found weird shit. We found uh, plastic pieces, um, like zip ties, full zip ties inside of a brick. Where I'm like, how did this make it in there? What kind of sloppy processing mm-hmm. did they have going on in Mexico? Because this no, shit right to, here. We used to get those bags, and the guy was like, bro, I got some cotton candy right here, man. And, you're like, and you whiff it, you're like, oh, shit, it's cotton candy. <laughs> Little did you know, he like fucking took some like drops of like some shit of cotton candy, like juice, and like poured it on top of it. Because little did I know, or later did I learn that cotton candy doesn't actually taste like cotton candy. It's sweet like cotton, or sweet like candy, and soft yeah. like cotton. That's that's the that's the definition of cotton candy, the strain. And I yeah. was like, oh, what did I smoke? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn, like tobacco damn. flavoring shit. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, there was a lot yeah. of garbage Nasty like that back shit. in the day. Yeah. That, I mean, shit. that Mexican brickweed, uh, that stuff used to give me a headache. You know, I mean, that stuff was, was terrible. I can only imagine how that was grown. You know, I mean, obviously, it was grown <laughs> in large fields with males and females, right? Because they're mm-hmm. loaded with seeds. So obviously, the males are pollinating the females and there's seeds within the buds. But, you know, what were they spraying on those plants back in the you day? Know, right? I heard because a lot of it was processing it to ship it would be formaldehyde, oddly enough. So they would sometimes oh. spray it with formaldehyde to ship it to to get it over the border, and they'd brick it. They they'd press the whole plant too. So that instead of curing and doing everything like that, they'd take that whole plant, barely dry, and press the whole fucking brick. So you'd get like leaf, like fan leaves, and all sorts of shit just pressed in there. So then you get a bud that looks like a bud, but it's just this compressed plant material with minimal amount of actual flower. You know, and that was a, a very common thing. And that's where I decided to throw my hat in the ring. It's statute of limitations, so I'll say it throw my hat in the ring with some outdoor ladies and i had a good my first run was really good man and i I mean weight wise it wasn't quality wise it was fucking amazing i mean it was like i never had anything like it this was like the high time shit to me i was like this is crazy bro no seeds straight sensimilia fire it turned purple because the temperature got crazy i didn't do it right i got roughly three z's total out of like 
two outdoor plants. So I was thrilled. I was like, dude, this is fucking next level. I'm doing this every year. Fucking Pablo. Look at me go. And yeah, yeah. My cool. dumb ass thought it was smart to bring it to school to show a couple buddies. And mm. it was the st- because normally I could bring some of this brick garbage to school and nobody would fucking notice. It didn't stink. Once in a while I had some shit that would stink, but rarely, unless I cracked the fucking chipped the, at it with an ice pick or used a fucking spork <laughs> to get it open, it wasn't usually a an issue for smell. But then the dank, I'm there and it reeked. And all of a sudden I'm being told by this girl, shout out to Mary if you're watching, um, Mary, Mary Jane, um, that cops were coming in and they were going to come search my locker and they were going to I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my God. And her and this other girl, shout out to them, man. Just God send blessings. We're like, what's your locker number? I'll go get it. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'll get it. I'll get rid of it. And I'm like, oh my God, fuck yeah. Do it, please. Good looking out. And they proceeded to do it. Cops came with the dogs. They went all over my locker. It smelled like a motherfucker, but there was nothing in there. They found nothing, nothing there. I go back to retrieve the bud. So there ain't nothing left. Downhill. Uh. And they got paranoid. And they thought, you know, we should just flush it in the bag. In the garbage. Like they would just go. Damn. And unfortunately for them, it smelled so fucking bad. And the toilet did not swallow it. And the, the principal came in. I was like the vice principal or something, and called him red-handed. And they didn't get it's probably because they're girls. They didn't get into trouble. No, like I got not. in, but yeah. They were like, "It's it's Rob's weed." No, they he, didn't. He snitch, told us man. to do it. It was so. It was just the crazy situation where like it kind of got swept under the rug. I think they may have got suspended or in, in school suspension, ISS. But like, I was really disappointed. I only got to consume like a joint of my whole outdoor harvest. And then the following season, I grew, and I had, it was like three days before harvesting. And I'm chilling with some people, and all of a sudden I get a call from my mom, who was cool with it at the time. I was, like, 16 now. And she's like, uh, somebody ripped through our yard, and it looks like they may have took those plants you had in the back. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, our fence has a dip in it, and the dogs are outside freaking out. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, the dogs didn't attack these people? Two big-ass pit bulls didn't attack these motherfuckers out here? I'm like, that makes no sense. Who went and did this shit? How could this happen? Turns out it was the kid who I'm sitting with who was my best friend at the time, RIP to him, you know, whatever, bad decision maker. Um, he was like, hey, Rob's got plants out here. Da, 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 da. If you break me off with some, I'll tell you where they are. So then other people I'm friends with, we're friends with, not cool with now, just proceeded to go out there while I'm hanging out at our main hangout spot, saying they're going to do something else and stole all my fucking plants. And then weeks later, I bought some of that same shit. My Back. shit. How was Not it? Not knowing. Wow. It was fantastic. It was amazing. <laughs> it had like pink hairs on it. I was like, this is the best shit I've ever smoked. And they were like, fuck oh. yeah, bro. I got you for 40 for the quarter. And I'm like, that's crazy <laughs> cheap, God. dude. Thanks, that's bro. Nice. Thanks for the deal. Thanks. Nice. Yeah. How much did you make off me? Oh, man. And the dude told, like years later, one of the guys told me, and he was like, dude, that was fucking Brad and them, bro. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. And he's like, yo, I mean, I was there doing it but like he told us do it and i wasn't that cool with you at the time i was kind of cool with you and like i was like man dude you're lucky this is like six years later because (laughs) i was freaking out and i'm sitting in the room and these motherfuckers are with me acting like we're gonna go ride out on these people like dude fucking let's get these motherfuckers and it's them no that's and i'm hanging out with them for weeks and shit and all of a sudden they act like they came up on this dank that was super expensive and i'm like oh man it was my shit like oh i'm lighting another blunt on that one that pisses me off to this day Right. Unbelievable. Two, yeah, that's two of my best outdoor grows, and I didn't get shit of it other than <laughs> what I paid for. Wow. Going back to the, the school, weed in school, I got a story about this. I actually got arrested in school 
for selling oh, weed. So Chris? Oh, listen shit. to this. <laughs> I'll admit it now. You know what I mean? It's, it's so many years later. I was like 16 years old at the time. My family already knows about it, so I don't, I don't really care. Um, but uh, so I'm sitting in school, right? I used to sell in, in school or whatever. And I'm sitting in class and all of a sudden knock on the door. The vice pres- vice principal and a police officer come in. They're like, "Oh, we need to see Chris." So I'm, I'm shitting my pants at this point. Of course you are. <laughs> I have a quarter in my pocket. Full of my butt. <laughs> I have a quarter of amazing weed in my pocket. Oh my god, it was purple. It was, smelled so good. Ugh. Anyways, so as uh, I, so I go to the, the the door of the classroom, talk with them. Like, we need you to come with us. They go immediately to the locker. Did they go to the locker? I'm trying to remember. I know they checked my locker at one point. I can't remember if I actually went with them or not. But at one point, as we were walking like towards the vice principal's office, the vice principal was walking in front of me. The cop was walking behind me. And I have an eighth of weed in my pocket. So what do I do? I take the eighth of weed, slowly jock it, Mm-mm-mm. jock it down, and... Uh, just continue walking i found the perfect spot we're kind of like going through this zigzag hallway so perfect spot to quickly move it from my Nobody pocket sees. to jock it and so i'm getting interviewed in the vice principal's office they're like oh yeah um three people there was three people who i sold to they're like they all ratted you they all said that you sold them weed bitches so um we need we need to know where it is and stuff and i denied 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 but they said since they had three people three statements against me saying that they stole it they arrested me so they slapped cups on me in uh, the vice president's office, vice, pr- 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 vice principal's <laughs> office. You using shit, Kamala, gotcha. And once the cuffs get slapped on me, the bell rings between classes. So oh, they're, so they're the walking flex? me through the hallway, course, cuffs. Yeah. Go figure. All my friends are looking at me, cuffed, walking away. Like, oh, my man, it was crazy. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the cell. You know, I got all the way to the point. I go to the, the jail cell, and I still got this weed jocked, right? So I actually got away with the whole thing. I had it jocked the whole time and awesome. uh, went home and uh, was able to remove that weed. And, and you still got it? it but, oh, that's great. Yeah, I still I got it to this day. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got it in a, po- in a little frame like on the wall. It. <laughs> like I never it. took it out of the bag. It's like oh, I put it in man. wax. It's fucking badass. I had a uh, comfortable situation, years man, crotching the butt. Nuts. I, I was I was on prob I just got off probation like two weeks prior. I was on probation from thirteen to eighteen. Literally. I just couldn't get off, man. It started from a fucking one fight, right? Which was a stupid we both mutually agreed to the fucking fight, but like the school press charges. And then I got a curfew violation for being out too late. And then I just kept dropping dirty. Over and over and over and over. And then I yeah, I'd be getting a couple fights, like people would pick fights with me and I'm like, I can't fight him on probation. I'm not gonna be a bitch, so I'm like, Alright, let's do this shit and then immediately I go to fucking juvie. But I'm just off fucking probation. Me and uh, a buddy of mine were going to get some, uh, we'll say Super Mario's for uh, Susan might be listening. Susan's going to be pissed about this whole episode, so we'll be like, we can get away with this one. But So we're going to get there. My buddy's got, uh, we were just dumbass white boys back then, and he had three 12s, which he probably should have had four, but he had three 12s. They were kickers, which he probably could have just had one. I think, it, yeah, that they were the kickers. So the, these motherfuckers slapped, man. And he had like 1,800-watt Roxford Fosgate on there. And he had a piece of shit Oldsmobile. So we're riding to go up to the hood. And we're pounding, and the muffler completely falls off. The whole thing just... And it's just dragging. <laughs> and a cop's got his lights on, and he's an idiot. And we're smoking in the car. And at the time, we were just throwing our seats and stems on the floor. Just stupid people. Don't know. Don't get it. I don't know. And... 
he keeps driving and i'm like pull over he's like for what and i'm like the fucking cop car behind he's like they're not pulling us over i was like yes they are and i look back and there's sparks too and i'm like oh shit dude stop and he immediately gets out of the car jumps out of the car the cops jump out get the fucking car get on the ground because he jumps out of the car like a dumbass i'm like oh my god and Stay i was just car. rolling up so i tuck my shit back in the bag and i go from pocket to crotch it you know what i'm saying boom boom or jock it we call it tuck that shit in lift the sack do your thing and i'm like all right and i'm just literally like holding tight and i'm like all right we're good and they're like searching the car thoroughly they made me get out too got guns drawn on us i'm like what is this about and they're like he jumped out of the car radically i'm like this is over the muffler what the fuck like mm-hmm. what happened and they said the car smelled like bud the seeds and stems were there it was enough for possession even on me possession of marijuana with seeds and stems on the floor of someone else's vehicle i'm like what so they bring us in i'm 17 at the mm-hmm. time i think so it's almost 18 and so they wouldn't release me unless I had a parent to release me and nobody was around. My dad was a drunk and my mom was working and didn't live where I lived with my dad at the time. So I'm like, fuck. So I had a neighbor pretend that they were my people. And I'm <laughs> like, hey, uh, say that you're fucking my mom. And she's like, okay. And so she ended up, letting me, I was able to walk back, but then my buddy's mom came in. I'm walking and I had a joint too that I just rolled up that was in that bag. And somehow the joint got out of the fucking bag. And the, like as we're walking out, the cops come running out like, whose joint is this? And I'm like, god and they had not they hit my boy with the possession charge and hit me with a usage charge he got in possession because it's his vehicle and i was like yeah how could you hit me in possession it's his vehicle like fuck off and all of a sudden now it was like so one of you guys they were like one of you guys have to admit to this or else you're both going to jail right now and i'm like oh my god they're like who's gonna do it and i was like all right it was mine and i wish that motherfucker would have said he already had a possession charge right it made a difference right they're not gonna be right. possession in the, in the fucking jail plus a joint Plus a joint. Possession plus a joint. Yeah, so I ended up getting fucking that. But then luckily I was just getting off probation. I was become like turning to adult probation. I lived in the, uh, more of a county that's not a bitch-ass county like I lived in before. And they were like, yeah, we're not picking this up for probation. There's no chance we're picking this up for probation. And I was like, cool. So I'm, I'm good. And they were like, pay your uh-huh. fine and you're good. I was like, fuck yes, let's do this shit, baby. Nice, nice. Yes, I have uh, been in a few, few altercations with cannabis in the law. Uh, I've kind of kept remain rem- pretty quiet because a lot of mine are pretty incriminating. Um, even though statute, statute limitations. limitations are there, is that um, there in Canada too? I've oh yeah, yeah, statute it is. Baby, yep. yeah, it is. It's just uh, I do feel as if someday I mean these people are gonna watch me and they're gonna be like, it was that fucking guy, and now he's on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I am fucking sorry, okay? There's a disclaimer was we were pieces of shit at one point. Uh, Everyone was, especially young dudes. But I got one that's not as incriminating right away. So once we get into it, um, uh, yeah, I'm sitting at a buddy's house and uh, a buddy, myself, his sister, and her boyfriend. And this used to be like the typical party house, the drug house where everything has everything happens cops were already watching it it had been raided not like three days before we had been there like we had been there we left it got raided that night so we came back a couple days later and we're just chilling and i had just picked up some weed and i didn't pick it up off of off of them i got it before i came to them but i just picked up some weed we visited and then we left i got in my car which being whatever 17 at the time my stereo in my car was worth more than my car and it would like it bang so loud it must have been like 11 o'clock at night and i left that that gave them the probable cause i left the house with the music just blaring and we drove around a couple corners got to a straightaway and whoop, whoop, 
There was lights behind me. I pulled in, and within within just moments, there was like three or four vehicles that were just right there on us. Like this this was not that means uh, spontaneous. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I'm the driver. I got my buddy in the passenger seat. I've got about a quarter weed in my breast pocket of my jacket. He's got about a quarter weed somewhere on his person. And I have an altered driver's license because I never actually had a driver's license for like the majority of my, my young life when I was supposed to. And, uh, I was thinking, okay, this is going to be okay. Like most things, I'll talk my way out of this. Um, no, no, there, I didn't have any opportunity to talk. Uh, the officer told me to step out of the vehicle immediately. Uh, so I stepped out of the, uh, the vehicle uh, he asked for my ID. I gave him my ID. He I, outside the vehicle. Uh, he went to his cruiser, processed my ID, found out that it was an altered ID. So I was immediately under uh, investigation for having a fault, a fraudulent license. And so he started to search me. And immediately he searches my breast pocket and he's like, "What's this?" I was like, "Oh, I'm busted." He's like, "You're busted." And I was like, uh, "It's weed." He's like, "Okay." So he pulls it out. I get busted. My buddy at this time takes the weed that he has on him in the car and he puts it under the seat. And I can hear the officer say that's dealing with me, check the passenger. So he he gets out, gets searched, doesn't have any weed on him, but they let him get back into the, the passenger seat. So then he takes the weed that's under the seat and puts it back in his pocket. They search the entire car. Like, and then my, my officer was like, no, 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 you got to take him out. So the officer takes him out of the car, just puts him behind the car, and then searches the car. Can't find his weed at all. They only find my weed, and I I end up getting with busted with possession and so on and so forth because yeah, I wasn't so quick with my hands. But yes, very sly. He was quick with that crotchet, and uh, oh man, I wish I wish I had that opportunity, but I kind of drowned wow. for it. Willing to yeah. let you get That's popped crazy. and then take his weed back after the fact, son of a bitch. You know what? Left it for you. Good thing he didn't leave it under the seat, though, you know, because, like, they would have searched it, and he could have been, like, in the position where he'd have to either own up to it or, be, you know. It's like we'll he got me. he got off. You know, it was it was dog-eat-dog right there. Some cops he got off. That... possession with intent, so you got it with the multiple bags. I've gotten I've been in there mm. too many times, man. I don't even want to go on those stories, man. Yeah. that actually happened to me the whole under the seat thing so actually i actually ended up getting away i got pulled over and i got away with a qp so i had a quarter pound in my car and luckily they didn't find it so this is what happened we get wow. pulled over and i had the best stash spot in a car ever i had an old it was a chevy cavalier i want to say it was like a 97 yeah, chevy cavalier it was a manual stick transition red one uh, uh transmission and uh, right underneath, like, the boot, the boot of the, the stick, you could actually slide off. The whole compartment was kind of, like, it was so long. Right. It was, like, it, you couldn't even tell that it was removable. But you could just pop it right up. And I, I had, like, four ounces shoved in there. <laughs> and that was pretty much maxed out at that point. Was the, But there was a lot of space, right? If you can fit four ounces in there, that's a lot of space. Mm -hmm. um, so I had it shoved in there, right? And I had it all closed off. We get pulled over. I have a friend in the car. Um he smells weed. We get removed from the car, uh, and it stinks. It's a hot day out. It's like <laughs> 80 degrees, maybe 90 degrees. Those terpenes are evaporating, so things just stink. And uh, I do like we were busted, and I'm just like praying 
that they didn't find it. And so he's like reaching in through the middle console. And I'm like, dude, he's got to be like smelling it so hardcore because his nose is right over that spot. (laughs) You know, so he's he's looking hardcore in that middle compartment. And then he comes around, he goes to the the uh, passenger side door under the seat. He's like, aha, got it right here. He had one gram. Buddy I was with, buddy I was with throws a gram underneath the passenger seat, wouldn't own up to it. And uh, I got arrested. I'm trying to think. I think he got arrested. I think we both got arrested for possession, even though it was in my car. It wasn't on him. But, you know, we both got arrested for a gram. And, you know, the car gets towed. And I had to pay the $200, $300 to get it out of of that area. And then, uh, oh, hell no. No, he he ratted me out on on, on stuff. But, but yeah, luckily uh, that QP was untouched. That's a nice way to celebrate your, uh, <laughs> Lucky, your release, man. eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a consumption yeah. story, man. I Back in the day, this was middle school days, we used to have this uh, dance. It was like called the Buck Blaster. It was the corniest shit ever. And I wasn't about that life, but I was able to get my little allowance to be about that life. So I'm like, fuck it, run till that. Let's go. And me and two other homeboys of mine, well, one's not a homeboy at all now, but the other one, still cool with to this day, actually. And uh, we go... And proceed to go to my plug's house at the time. I'm like, hey, man, we only got enough for like to buy like a gram each. He's like, listen, give me $15. I'll give you each a fat ass bun of some of the best shit you've ever had. I was like, all right, fuck yeah, let's get it, man. And we proceeded to sit there and smoke it with them. I don't know what kind of dumb fuck we just were, that person. But they weren't really smoking much of it. And I'm just like, like, no, nah, we got our own, bro. We, you just bought these. And I'm like, yeah, I appreciate that, man. We're smoking them. And like, I literally, all of a sudden, I'm down the street. Like, I'm abducted by a UFO. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened between then and another time. I'm like, what the fuck? We're over here and we're walking. And one of my buddies, like, I was like, shit, only one of y'all can crash at the crib tonight, man. Like, can't have all y'all squad up over here. And I was like, all right, you got to go. He's like, what? And I was like, you got to fucking go. And he's, like, super high. We were, like, drunk high. I'm like, what is going on, man? Like, I was, like, acting obnoxious. He still came with us. We go to where my mom worked, which was a pizza place, like, restaurant at the time struggling single mom waitress and i go in there like drunk high order a pizza open up the top of the uh, red peppers and like pour the whole thing all over my pizza eat it and then throw up everywhere all <laughs> over the place on the busiest night of the week and my mom's our oh server and they know God. who i am she got fired shortly thereafter unfortunately because of me feel still feel bad and <laughs> i black out again and the next day i wake up and i'm at my buddy's house i'm like how the fuck did i wind up here my mom would never ever ever allow me to go and stay at homeboy's house after i did all that shit i'm like what the fuck so i guess i hear the next day i i just went there i left i was like fuck off turns out we smoked uh that wet wet and these were blunts that were dipped in fucking pcp and I, yeah, I know. And I wish someone would have told me because I would have said, I would have just bought the gram. I didn't need the fucking fat blunt. Like, and literally, like, we were, like, energetic. And then we were, like, sleepy tired. And then, like, I was paranoid. And then I was throwing up. And then I'm blacking out. And then, like, I had an effect for two, three days. And I'm like, what the fuck? And that was, like, the last time that I ever just bought herb from a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a, a connection that I had some relationship or some rapport with after that because i'm like what the fuck this is why rappers don't accept blunts at concerts holy shit like right. never ever 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 again and then my buddy who we ended up making leave he comes to school like four or five days later with stitches on his chest and he's telling this crazy story and i'm like what like i guess he walked into someone's house and proceeded to lay on their couch and then he says he blacked out too and then he woke up and somebody was punching him and then he tried like running out and then they cut him with a razor blade like they just had a ra- like an exacto knife i'm like 
and mind you, we're like 13 or 12. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he was like, yeah. And then I hear down the street, he went back to that house. He went back to the dude, the connections house, went into his house, who he doesn't know. He was just one of my friends. So he had no idea who this kid was and went to sleep on his fucking couch. Like just wow, crazy, man. So don't That's buy wild. pre-rolls unless they're from the dispensary. Don't buy them then either. I yeah I the thing is is I, I yeah I've always been worried about consuming other product pretty much for that reason now that I've started just creating my own and you know I, I've always been concerned people are like oh would you ever do a meetup and a big smoke sesh and stuff and I and I would but I I, I think I would be very conservative on what I was to consume though you know like it, this isn't just a regular meet and greet like you would get with any other person people are going to want to s- smoke product and enjoy it's like I'm ingesting something, you know, that I don't, I'm unaware of, you know, I'd be, I'm, I'm skeptical of that. I'm yeah. slightly skeptical of that. Absolutely. So I'd be, I'd be a little bit concerned. Um, you boys got any other story? I got one. More. I, I got one I more. Got, uh, oh, I, so you go ahead. I'll, you I'll go, it. Chris. We, you know, we talked. I got much. one more. We can't end on mine though. No, no, I got one more. I got one Mine's more. Well, you know, say, I got one after mine. So or after yours. So <laughs> you go, you go, I'll, I'll, I'll cap it. Yeah. Good. I was gonna say we can't end on it because of the fact that it's sad at the end. So, anyways, oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all so right. That's why yeah. we gotta we gotta end on a positive note. Yep, yep. Uh, but anyways, okay. So back when I was like 15, 16 years old, um, I had a friend named Spanky. Uh, is a nickname, obviously. And he had an older brother, and he was probably like 11 or 12 at the time when I first started hanging out with him. And then, you know, 12, 13 years old is really when he got into smoking and. He went like way up like the ladder as far as dealers in town. He was like, he he had an older brother, like I said, and his older brother had a connection and they were bringing in, man, they had to have been bringing in five to 10 pounds per week or two. Um, And it was the best bud. I'm talking about like, this was back when Hedy's were just starting to come around like seedless bud, like beautiful bud. Um, And, uh, they were controlling the town and uh you know i was a freshman or, or sophomore in high school and i was often skipping classes everybody you know the people who would skip class would go to his house and he would be the one kind of hosting and we all just hang out and get stoned and he had a uh he introduced me to the coffee grinder right with the coffee grinder when you grind mm-hmm. up your buds and you get all that keef the best to grinder. scrape and then top off your bowls with that oh man i just remember getting lit off of things like that um but he, uh, he was, you know, when you're 13 years old, pushing five to 10 pounds, I mean, that's extreme. That's like big insane. Dog status, man. He, he was, was literally nice. controlling the whole town. I mean, he, obviously he had all connections through school, right? So he was middle school kids he was dealing to, high school kids he was dealing to, college he was dealing to. But he had the best bud in town, so everybody was going to him. And he was getting it from, I think he was getting from right outside of Boston or something like that. Um, but anyways, uh you know, so he's 13 years old, just turns 14 years old. And uh, unfortunately, one night he was with somebody, uh, the person who he was with in the car was driving and was drunk. And cops were attempting to pull him over. The dude speeds away. And all of a sudden, the um, the car rolls up on, on the side of a tree. Passenger side got completely crushed. Mm. He was decapitated and, and Spanky died. Rest in peace. Um, May 4th. All right, uh, I forget the year. But the driver like didn't. 2012. I driver ran, uh, hid in some bushes, and, and got arrested. Fucking I don't coward. know what exactly happened with him after that. I don't know if he served time or, or what, but um, 
too young to, 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 to die, you know, 14 years old, old but 14 years old, pushing five, 10 plus pounds on a weekly basis. I, I just imagine where he would be to this day, you know, and I envision him being a successful entrepreneur somewhere. Oh, he'd be leading the industry, He's starting at that point. That's that's an entrepreneur, man. Like, you can have your judgment Mm -hmm. on age or whatever, but he was selling a product successfully and doing it good, and that wasn't his downfall. It was was fucking around with the wrong people, and that's usually Mm -hmm. what it boils down to, man. That was heartbreaking. I think it was the first friend I ever lost. Fucking end on any of these. That was horrible, Yeah, rest in peace, I mean, it's a good story, but I feel awful for That's horrible. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Anyways, yeah, you guys have positive stories, right? Now I got another story. Yeah, right. How do you <laughs> well, go off of that? I mean, I was around no, shitty um, people, but that I, uh, that, I, I will, I will, I will, I will give my story in honor of. So uh, I, uh, I, I was a fucking shit. For the record, though, if you've made it this long listening to us ramble about our own prohibition horror stories, uh, hit that like button. Let us know the eight of you that made it this far. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> you know, uh, we want to hear your stories. We want to hear. We want to hear from hear you. Let us know. In the comments section. Come on, we. Go ahead. You know, doesn't have to be incriminating. Change the names for those involved for their uh, protection, you know. But, uh, uh, yeah, I was a fucking shit when I was a child. And not necessarily, like, no, no, I can't even I can't even fix that. I was a fucking shit. So, needless to say, uh, I, I violated a lot of people. I, I, I did a lot of horrible things. And one of those things was I was, I was, a, I was a thief. I was a little kleptomaniac. And, and I got off stealing a lot of things and uh everything from like home invasions to, and 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 the home invasion is only called a home invasion because there was somebody in it when i was trying to Statue take stuff i did i didn't know that there was somebody in it but it's, that's just why it's referred to as such um and i feel horrible about all these things i can't believe that it you know but it created the character i am today that's enough it's a story so or is it real allegedly <laughs> i might have googled it all so right so uh so needless to say i uh it even starts after I raided this guy's house, the story. So we end up like breaking into this dealer's house and taking almost everything he owned. We took everything and we took TVs, Xboxes, pipes, bongs, fridge food, uh, glasses, you name it. We took it all. And uh, we, I ended up coming back at, to his house to buy weed. Like maybe a, maybe like a week later. Oh, he sounds like some of my old friends. We, Jesus we didn't take any of his weed, I guess. He must have taken it with him. Uh, this was this was fucking decades ago too. So needless to say, um, I come back to his home. I'm going to a party, and I I would I, I need some weed. And he's like, "Well, sure, yeah, come on in, man. Come on in. You want you want to smoke some weed?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, sure, sure." He rolls up the biggest joint at the time. I think I was like 16 at the time, 16, 17, and 16 and a half. Rolls the biggest joint I'd ever fucking seen, and it was two grams. And he starts token on it, but because he's seen copious amount of weed in his day, he has like three hoots of this thing and then hands it off. He's like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm thinking like, why the fuck did you roll this then? And so he hands it to me and me being like just the kid that I was, I tried to smoke the whole thing. And I, I got most of the way through and I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But when he's done rolling, he's got this huge fucking bag of weed. It's like a freezer bag. And at the time, at the most I'm buying is like an eighth a week kind of thing like i've never seen this much weed and he throws it down by the couch and he's like bro can you drive me to the store i was like yeah sure whatever yeah whatever you need man and so i drive him to the store but the store is only like four blocks away so i drive him to the store i drop him off and while i'm driving back i'm like i know how to get in his house and i know where his weed is i'm going for it 
So I slide open the, he's in a, like in a little apartment underground thing. So I slide open the window and I get inside, I grab the bag of weed and I'm, I can't even believe I'm telling this. I walk out into the, out of the apartment and I'm walking up the stairs and I get across the street and I'm just opening the door to my truck. And I, and I, I'm literally about to throw the bag of weed on the bench seat of the truck. And all I hear is, yo, pigeons, what's going on, man? (laughs) And I was just like. Hey, and at that moment, I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? Do I leave it or what? And he's like, you want to come in and blaze? Or no, he's like, what were you doing? And I was like, I was just coming to see if you wanted to smoke some weed. And he's like, sure, come on in. I'm like, oh, fuck. Do I leave the bag or do I bring it? I'm like, I got to bring it. All right. So I grab the weed and I put it in my fucking pocket or like fucking under my shirt. It's a huge bag of weed. And he's like, so, uh, yeah, yeah, and he's making small talk. We walk into his house. He opens up this door to his, his apartment or whatever. He walks off to go hang the keys. I take the bag of weed, and I just throw it back down in the corner by his couch. And he comes by. He grabs the bag of weed, and he's just like, so you want to roll another joint? I was like, sure, sure, another joint. Yeah, let's roll another one. I'm fucking cooked out of my tree. I shouldn't be there. I should be on the road already. And so he smokes another fucking joint with me. Oh, I'm so guy. fucking high. Right? Such a great guy he <laughs> was. Didn't deserve friends. to be treated like fucking shit. And so, yeah, I get to the party and these guys are like, hey, yo, man, you want to smoke some weed? I was like, I'm so fucking high. I just gave them my weed. I was like, here, just take it. Take it. And yeah, I, I, I couldn't. I, I'd never been so close to, yeah, being caught, deaf perhaps because i remember guys showing me their shot off their sawed off shotguns pulling them out of the rafters of their Just basement like, trying to set the tone you yeah. know what i mean and i'm like i didn't know what this guy had you know skinny tall guy he was so yeah skinny tall by the yeah bucket. i got a few of those ones but we'll release those every few years you know yeah. we'll, we'll keep those behind a paywall of <laughs> i know my list could keep going i've only got one more and it's such a comparable story to yours b and it does end on a, on a high note where the, the fucking robin hood style this motherfucker who was my friend in high school when I, I went to like five different high schools. So at one year of the high schools, I just kept getting kicked out. I kept fighting and doing dumb shit. Um, we used to like kind of take care of the school, we'll say, so to speak. He was the main plug. And it was mainly because we'd go up to the hood. I was usually friends with some of the rappers up there because I d- did music and stuff back then. And he had the money. So we would go and just do what the fuck we did. He would always show me this stash box of basically people he hustled and people he wouldn't give their bud to. Like, I just took the money, didn't pay him, or fucking just some sort of shady shit. I charged him $50 more, so I just keep it on here. It's my hustle stash. We're going to go to fuck Costa Rica. I was like, word. One day he did that to me. He decided to hustle me, except for instead, he took my money and said he's going to drop me off over here, and he's going to pay the dude his portion, right? And I just need to grab it from the back. So we always used to go to this dude's house, and I'd go and get it from the grill. And so I go to the grill, and I grab it, right? And it's a decent amount. It's more than usual. So I'm like, all right. And all of a sudden dudes come swarming out immediately with guns on me like it's a fucking raid i'm like oh my god but it wasn't a raid it was a fucking robbery instead and it wasn't necessarily meant to be that he just put me in a really shitty fucking situation because they were supposed to get money from him and instead he just dropped me off and left and completely played he called the dude separately on his own i mean completely fucking played me so i end up getting my phone taken I mean, at the time I had a Boost Mobile. It was my first cell phone. I just bought it. it had minutes on it. You know what I'm saying? I was good. I was a fly. In there. Took my watch, took my hat, and the little bit of extra money I had. And I had to walk back home from the fucking hood. Skinny white kid. Oh, I was chubby then. Chubby white kid at the time. By myself, cold too. And I get all the way back home. I hit up a couple of my other homeboys. I was like, yo, 
hit that motherfucker cab up and tell him we need a bag. And he was like, didn't he just rip you off? I was like, yeah. Hit him up. Tell him that we're going to be up by the mall. He's like, all right. So I knew where this dumb fuck's uh, ripoff box was because he kept bragging about it and showing it off. And I knew how to get into his house, got to hang out there. And I was like, yeah, you want to play me like that, bro? I just got robbed at fucking gunpoint. Like, literally never had anyone draw guns at me like that. Got robbed in the hood, token white kid, and I had to walk back home. And so we proceeded to have him go out there. I went over there, walked into his crib like I'm coming to grab something normal. His parents were there. I was like, hey. And went downstairs, grabbed his fucking stash box, and left. And just went back. Ended up, I knew where the key was because his dumbass showed me where the key was. Opened it up, took everything out of there, threw the stash thing down the street from his house with the fucking key. And hit him up shortly thereafter. I was like, hey, we're all set, man. Good looking out, though. And he never, for some odd reason, never came at me like I was the person. And eventually I told him, I was like, hey, man, remember that ripoff box? And he was like, yeah, what about it, bro? I was like, yeah, that was me. What about it, bro? <laughs> Fuck with me. And Get he, it. He, just, he, didn't, he wasn't a fighter, but he was a shit talker. So he was just like, whatever, bitch. Like, just was <laughs> mad. He like, wasn't going to do anything about it. But I was like, motherfucker, I can't believe it. I thought we were friends. You got me robbed. You got me. I could have got fucking shot by some young dumb fuck out there who was trigger happy. Like, I don't even understand. This it, is what prohibition That's has karma. led the world Mm. Yeah, that's what prohibition does. It puts mm. you in those shitty situations, man. Shitty right. situations. Right. The best way those to are some it. hell of a story, boys. I have a feeling there's going to be a part two to this. If you guys think that that's maybe something, would love to see. Hit that like button. Let us know. Is this something you're interested in? Did we hit the hit the nail on the head here the with this one? Or no? Let us no. know. Uh, what are your stories, guys? <laughs> we know we. Like I said earlier, you know, the majority of our consumption has happened during prohibition. You know, yeah. Um, I have only been legal since 2015 but i've been consuming since 2002 ish so it's you know uh, most of my consumption has been done in in prohibition so i'm curious uh what kind of stories do you guys have let's bring an end to prohibition so most of our stories can be just laughs over a nice fire with some beers about the shit we did when we were young hey amen to that, guys man. great fucking talk today that was this was fun absolutely was fun. absolutely so uh yeah man i think with that being said it's your boy rapping cannabis lifestyle tv pigeon 420 mr grow it and we'll see y'all next week Stay lifted. Peace. Peace.